Hey there. If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired. And when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day -day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Well, hello there. You know, there is nothing more exciting than brainstorming a new business or just an idea that you've got rolling around in your head that you think there's maybe a possibility that you could get it going. You could get it off the ground. And that's something that I have allowed myself to do over the last 20 years. And especially as I've become a mom. This morning as I was on my way to my workout, and that's usually the time that my brain just starts getting excited about different things and I start thinking about ideas. I was thinking about the fact that to some people, I might be a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I'm someone who enjoys coming up with ideas. I have a really highly creative mind. Some might call that ADD. <laughs> In fact, I think I was diagnosed with ADD um, a while back. But for me, that is what just lights a fire under me. And I get so excited thinking about possibilities. And for me, usually those possibilities come after I've read a book or listen to a podcast or become inspired by a piece of artwork or something that someone is doing that just seems so full of life and so full of imagination. For me, imagination is so crucial and it just sparks so much joy for me. And so I was just in the car this morning and I was thinking, you know, the idea of let's see. For me, it's so important to have the attitude, let's see. And that's what I want to talk about today. I think we get hung up, and I know I certainly have over the years, in oh, I don't know if that would work. And so I don't start it. I don't try. Or I feel like, oh man, everyone's looking at me. They'll, they're going to think, oh, she's doing something new again. Look at her. She's trying something else. She can't stick with one idea and just move forward. And so I get bogged down by what other people think, by all of these voices in my head that are saying, oh, you know what, that's, that's going to be too hard. Or there are other people doing that way better than you could ever do it. And you don't have the time, you don't have the energy. And of course, now that I have three kids, that's the, that's the, you know, 
constant reel going on in the back of my head. Oh, you have, you have kids. What are you thinking? There's no way you could do something like this. This is crazy. You don't have that kind of time. And over the years, I've just realized more and more, and it's becoming so much more clear to me, even now, as I'm working on this podcast and I'm fine-tuning my blog and I'm doing the things that just inspire me. What inspires me is encouraging other people. That's what inspires me. Of course, I get ideas and, and motivation, inspiration from listening to other people and looking at other people's work. But what really, really gets me going is inspiring people like you and motivating you. I hope I inspire, but just trying to encourage and motivate you and support you in your journey. So I got to thinking about how all of this sort of came about for me. And some of you may know, I got my undergrad in music education and right after I graduated from college, I realized in those last um, two semesters of school when I was student teaching, oh yeah, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I wasn't under any misunderstanding of the teaching part. I was really excited about teaching. I love to teach, I'm a born teacher. But how grueling the day would be and how much I would use my voice over a classroom of kids hour after hour after hour after hour. And then I realized, oh my goodness, I can't even breathe after this is after the day is over. I let alone try to continue with a singing career. And my biggest um, goal at that time was I wanted to sing more. I wanted to do more. I wanted to take advantage of opportunities to get on stage and really hone that skill. So I got a Rotary scholarship. I mean, there's a lot of steps in between that, but I ended up getting a, a Rotary scholarship and going and studying abroad. And I remember a, a lot of people in my circles back home were very cautious for me. They were very worried that I was really taking a huge leap off of a cliff. And I kind of was. I mean, I was going abroad on a scholarship. I was living alone. It wasn't like I was going to be uh, surrounded by a bunch of people um, doing things that um, I wasn't in a an environment where I was surrounded by people or I knew where I was going to be living or I knew um you know, the environment that I was going to be around. It was pretty much on my own. And so I got there and it was scary. And I really struggled with this whole idea of, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I don't know. Is this God's will for my life? I mean, here I just literally left my nest I left the comfort of the people that I've always known, the church I grew up in, the community that I was surrounded by, to move abroad to a foreign country where I knew no one. And I didn't speak the language. I mean, I was learning, but I wasn't completely fluent in the language. And so there were all these things to learn, and I was completely alone. So the friends that were cautious back home had a point. I mean, their fears for me were real. 
and they were justified. However, one of the things that really stuck out to me was I reached out to my pastor from our church back home and I wrote him an email and I said, you know what? I, I don't know. How do you know what God's will is for your life? And back then we didn't have Facebook yet. I know ancient, right? We didn't have instant message. So I wrote him this email and it took him a couple days to respond. And in the meantime, before he responded, God gave me the verse that, and I, I wish I would have written it down, but um, some of you may know it. Whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And it really hit me. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter which path you take. If you stay home and become a teacher, if you um, travel abroad, it's just geography. But do it all to the glory of God. Do it all for him. And I feel like that also means do it 100%. Go all the way. Go all in. Try it. Have a let's see attitude. And that was my first experience with that. Now, he wrote me back eventually, and he said the same thing. He confirmed what I had read in scripture, which was, you don't need to be so concerned about the what, whatever it is you're doing. Just do it to the glory of God. He will show you, but you have to move. And that's what I wanted to drive home today. I didn't want to take up too much time, but I want to say, if you are struggling with what path to take, and we all do, we all wonder, should I do this? Should I do that? And, you know, many times we are, and I'm certainly guilty of this. I have that shiny object syndrome where I see someone doing something really cool and I want to do it too. Um, I, I remember when I was sort of introduced to illustration with um, using Procreate and seeing all these people doing illustration on Instagram. And I love art and I am not really an artist. I've never trained as an artist, but I have that in me, you know, it's, it runs in my blood. And I, I tried it. I tried my hand at it and I, you know, I could go that route if I wanted to, I could learn more. I, I'm really someone who loves learning, but there comes a time too, where you go, okay, is this really the route I want to go? I mean, I have three kids. How much would it take me? What are the steps that would, it would take me to get where I need to be in order to actually do something with this? Now, I'm speaking specifically on doing something that would actually create an income, right? Because we can do all kinds of hobbies. Um, we can try different things with no real intention of it ever being anything. And that's certainly fine. And that's, I love doing that as well. But what I'm talking about, what's been on my heart is I want to find something that I can actually earn a living from. I can support my family. I can, I can give, um, I can contribute and be an active participant in 
earning income in my family. And that is something that has always been important to me. Now, that may not be something that's important to you, but it's important to me. And what's also important to me is that I do that via a, a vehicle that drives me and that I thrive from. I mean, I could go out and get any job. Any of us could. You can get any job doing anything. But I really want to create something that I am going to enjoy and love and be able to have a bigger impact than some of the other things that I have have done and could go do right now. So when you start to think about those things, it can really be daunting. You can start to really overwhelm yourself with all the possibilities. And especially if you're looking around uh, and lurking on social media and you see all these people doing all these incredible things. I mean, food bloggers, travel bloggers, um, you know, lifestyle. You see a lot of this lifestyle um, bloggers and people who are getting a lot of affiliate income from promoting big stores, big, um, you know, any from anything from fashion to decor, it doesn't matter. There's so much going on out there that people are doing. And we are sort of pulled into, oh, oh, maybe I should do that. Or maybe I could, oh, that's an idea. I could do that. But we get stuck. And we get stuck in this place of where, where do I start? Oh, I don't know if I could do that. That looks like a lot of work. Oh, that I could never, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that. And we don't move because we're just kind of stuck in this indecision, in this place of fear of the unknown and fear that we wouldn't be good at it. But I'm here to tell you, you're never going to be good at anything if you don't try something. And so today I want to leave you with this idea of just let's see, let's try it. Have an attitude of let's see. I'm not a theologian. I don't pretend to be. I am a Christian. I am someone who believes that God gives us gifts. I'm someone who believes that God gives us desires in our hearts. And I believe that if I pray over those desires, he'll show me. But I also believe that it requires me to actually move. It requires me to actually try something. And he'll shut the door if it's not what I want or he wants for me to do. He'll shut the door and he'll show me what, why that's not going to work. And he's been so gracious with me and so generous with me in allowing me to fail. Allowing me to try out things that I think in my heart I want to do. I, I So many times, and especially right now, I'm in a situation um, where I took an opportunity that in the back of my mind, I thought, I really want to try this. And I kind of felt like it was just like, okay, go ahead, try it. Try it and see if that's going to work for you. And you know what? It didn't work out. It didn't work out for me. It didn't work out for our family. 
but I would have never known. And I said to my husband, when we were trying to make the decision a few months ago, if I would take on this opportunity, he said, well, I mean, you can always try it. And that's the one thing I love about my husband is he is so easygoing and he lets me kind of explore these things. And I feel like sometimes he's almost too patient with me with that, but I'm grateful because I did try it. And it caused a lot of friction in our family. It caused a lot of inconvenience for our lives for me to try that. And it took me a little while to realize a few months to go, you know what? This is just not working out. But I would have never known if I wouldn't have taken that step forward. So I leave that with you today. Can you have a let's see attitude? Can you think about something that's been on your heart that you have no idea maybe where to start? Or maybe you do. Maybe you have some, some ideas of how you would go about it. But you'll never know if that's the right path for you until you try it, until you start going down that road. And tomorrow, I want to talk about building an idea on steps. This is something that took me a long time to figure out. And I'm just now kind of getting educated on this. And I wish I would have gotten a little more educated early on. But if you can lay out those steps of what it will take you to get to the point where you want to get to, and those steps are doable for you, and you feel like you can take that on, then it's much easier to make a decision on whether or not that's something you can do. I'm going to leave you with that today. I love that attitude of let's see, and I really want to encourage you today to think through things in that fashion. Don't knock things until you try it. Don't put an idea out of your head until you've tried it. Try it. So what if everyone around you goes, oh, there she goes again, trying something new. Something's going to eventually stick. I am a firm believer. You're going to eventually figure it out, but you won't until you try. I'm going to leave you with that. Talk to you soon. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.